Hi, welcome. This is the Seattle Mama Doc Podcast, and I'm Dr. Wendy Sue Swanson. We all work so hard to perfect how we pull off parenthood, and often we may not feel good enough. I'm here to help you face these challenges head on, and I'm here today with Dr. Heather Henna, who's a pediatrician. She trained all the way through at UW. Go Huskies. (laughs) She went to undergrad medical school and residency here in the Seattle area. So she is a a very strong uh, locally trained pediatrician and provides care at a federally qualified health center, which means kids of lower resource and economic needs in the Columbia City area here. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah. We're talking uh, today about multiples or really having twins and fairness, or we could even like scope it out and say having more than one child and fairness, um, and kind of what that means, both on what culture kind of does to you when you're having more than one child at once, and then when you're raising more than one child at once, what culture does, thinking and kind of pitting them against each other in this kind of um, categoric and competitive ways, but also just thinking about how do we um, raise multiples in an environment where they're doing things typically around, or they're expected to do things around the same time. Exactly. Yeah. I think that there is such an easy pitfall to feel as though as a parent you have to do everything the same for both of your children when the truth is even if you have identical twins they're not the same person and different children need different things and we learned that so quickly yeah oh my goodness our girls don't need the same thing at the same time and so we cannot feel guilty all the time because you could spend all day feeling like, oh, well, but what about how many blueberries did this baby get? And can I make sure that this one is getting the same number of snuggles? And you you just, I think if you spend your time in that world, you, you're missing it. You're yeah. missing yeah. the fun. You're missing the um, wonderful little opportunities to see your children as unique individuals and to help them thrive as unique individuals that they are. Yeah. So I would just really encourage parents in general, but especially parents of multiples, to kind of try and leave that guilt at the door. Yeah. And it's probably going to be defined by your kids in the very beginning. Yeah. And and this goes a little bit against, um, you know, the advice to say, feed your kids at the same time. Get them on the same sleep schedule. Because you should. Because you're going to function as a family better even with multiples if you do that. But then while doing that, there's nuance, right? Absolutely. Which is your child will show you a unique need or a un- it's one of your babies may need a lot more soothing than another baby. And that's okay. It doesn't mean you're neglectful of right. the one who isn't asking for you right. all the time. Right. Exactly. Right? I mean, that happens in our lives. I mean, my kids are 23 months apart, right? And they have very unique and different needs, even at bedtime now, around how much snuggling we need, how much re- reinforcing or reviewing of the day they need. And it isn't because I love one more than the other. It's just that one nece- you know, one of my boys will sometimes need more coaching and guidance to look back at the day and provide reflection before bedtime versus another one. Right. Um, I feel like it's very easy when you have children that are the same age for others to pass judgment on that, though. Yeah. So and to give us some advice to, around that. Know, Tell me what you mean. Well, I think that, you know, people will look and they'll they'll make a comment about how you've portioned a food or how you <laughs> have, you know, um, spent time with one child because one might be all over your lap and the other one is doing something else. And they, they might make a comment to you. And to just, A, know for yourself. Every kid in my house gets what they need. But then to start to feel the confidence to say that, oh, you know what? We don't worry about fairness like that in our home because we know that everybody gets what they need. Yeah. 
And that's it, such a nice way to say it. Yeah. Yeah, we don't worry about fairness because it is fair, right? We don't have to announce fairness when it's fair. Right. But it won't always look the same. Yeah. Fair is not the same. Yeah, it's not right? equal. Right, yeah, it's right. not equal. Right. That's right. Um, and so some examples from multiples, I mean, how do you help parents see that? What, think about the early time, but also maybe even through, now that your girls are almost a year and a half, right? right? So right. what are some of the um, hallmarks that you can think of that helped guide you to make sure that you were projecting to the world, but also to yourselves and to, to your them. girls, yeah. that you were providing them what they needed and it wasn't always going to look exactly the same? Well, I think that sometimes with... Um, whether it be motor milestones or other developmental things or just like how one interacts with the world, people will wonder, oh, well, who's the leader? Who's the follower? Who so is people the ask you that Oh, lot. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So who's the dominant, quote, unquote, twin and right. who's not? So people are already trying to say who's stronger, who's yeah. this, who's that, right, yeah. and shape it in you. And we really had to take a step back and say, no, like that. That's not our kids in life. We we all need to be leaders and followers. And we want to raise children who can be leaders and followers. We are not going to shape, you know, one child to be like this and one to be like that. We, um, at a young age, when our girls were just eight months old, had the... Um, the good luck of having a friend recommend Siblings Without Rivalry by Adele Faber and Elaine M- M- Mazelish. And it was a great book for us to read because yeah. you realize even at such a young age, yeah. your kids are different. Yeah, they Siblings are... Without Rivalry is all about, you know, I mean, when I read it, I can't remember how old my boys were, yeah. but I was like, bite. I was like, ooh, did that wrong. Ooh, right. did that right. wrong. Ooh, did that wrong. Like, I mean, you, you read it and you're like, shoot. So reading it early is a really, and yeah. particularly you, with multiples. you can see like, oh, I'm already getting into yeah. to some of those pitfalls. Yeah, I'm already some... seeing my kid one as this and one as that. Yeah, and so. in the book, they do a nice job even providing scripting for you Absolutely. and little examples. So, for example, they'll say something like, and we, we did this early. It was like, oh, that's our athlete and that's our engineer. And it's like, wait, no, 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 no. It might be that the athletes are going to be a better engineer, the yeah. one that we're labeling that way, right, that you actually cultivate rivalry if you endow kids to think of themselves in those categories mm-hmm. or as expert at something even before they may be, right? Yeah. We all will see different strengths in our kids, but we want them to both feel those and feel their weaknesses and, and have them come out in, in the nuance of life through experience and success and failure. Right, right. Um, and to help, you know, it's what's wonderful you, our children are different. They can help each other. They can mm-hmm. show each other their strengths and support each other and maybe show each other new interests that the other one might not have innately been drawn to, but they can share those things with one another. Yeah. So I think that just trying to not fall into that pitfall, which is so easy when so yeah. much of the community around you is asking, oh, well, who's the this and who's the that? Yeah, and with multiples, you mentioned, you know, the, the benchmarks of developmental milestones. So motor motor milestones, she means things like, you know, when, when does your baby sit? So mm-hmm. if you might be seeing someone at six months and they say, are they both sitting? Oh, it's just Julie who's sitting. Oh, she's the dominant one, right? Well, who cares? They all come out at different times. I mean, right. I think about as a pediatrician, you know, I think one of the most noted miles, there are two that are so noteworthy to families. One is the first word or talking, mm-hmm. and the other is the first step. And, you know, first step is typically around about 13 months of age on average, but it comes anywhere between like nine months and 15 months and it's normal. So, you know, it's hard probably as a parent to multiples to not compare your kids because they're kind of supposed to be doing them around the same time, but they don't always, right? Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. Samantha and Penelope walked at months apart from their first step. Yeah, yeah. And And I mean, when they're thinking about them as partners, like helping each other, right? Yeah, and I mean, I do think though that Sammy, she, she likes gross motor stuff. Yeah. And so she was taking some steps earlier, and I think her sister saw that and was like, oh, 
Yeah. Huh. I have no interest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let somebody oh, we'll pick me up there. and carry me yeah. <laughs> just a yeah. little bit longer. Yeah. So it's it's yeah, really yeah. funny um, how how kids are so different, but that doesn't mean that they're not still totally perfect for where they're supposed to be and developing as totally perfect, unique individuals. And it's just important to support that yeah, as and, a parent. And I think to, to this point, I mean, I think it's a unique challenge parenting multiples. I think it's harder to parent and not think so much. Think about fairness, but that being different and unique needs from each yeah. child because the comparative model from the public and from the mother-in-law and from your mother or from the even, you know, someone at the grocery, right, is going to mm-hmm. guide or yourself, right, that you kind of hope and want early achievement for both of your children probably at the same time. But I, I love your your comment, Dr. Hannah, about thinking of them kind of as partners. I remember I wrote a little blog post years ago about saying, oh, you know, I, I, I like that these boys have each other in that, right. you know, Finn isn't going to run into the ocean unless Odin drags him there because he's so excited. But Odin needs Finn to remind them that they might drown. <laughs> You know, and they're just really different people with different levels of caution and levels of fear and levels of engagement with the environment and risk. Yeah. But together, right, that's the gorgeous part about raising more than one child at the time is that they can lead each other and support each other and challenge each other, right? And it's in an ideal world without a lot of rivalry, right, that we can nurture that in our kids. Yeah. And I think that's one of our most important roles as a parent Yeah, is how do you support your children in having not just a nice relationship with you, but a nice relationship with each other. Yeah. And that kids will have different needs and fairness isn't just equity. Fairness is serving each individual's needs when they've got it. And parents to multiples probably just need to be more and more endowed with that belief system. So the book reference of – Siblings without rivalry, uh, if you are going to a baby shower for a mom to multiples or parents of multiples of any kind and partners, maybe that's something to pick up that they can do before the chaos ensues at the time of delivery. Thanks, Dr. Hannah. Oh, thank you so much for having me. The reality is parenting is a high-stakes job, but the good news is you've got this. Thanks for listening. The Seattle Mama Doc podcast episodes air every single week. I'm always interested in hearing what you have to say, what was helpful, and what you want to learn more about. Reach out to me on Twitter at Seattle Mama Doc, on my Facebook, Seattle Mama Doc, or at SeattleMamaDoc.com. Tell me what you want to learn. Tell me if you want to join me and point me to experts you'd love to learn more from. 